Hi, everyone. I would like you to meet Richard Culberson, CEO of MoneyPenny and Voice Nation for North America. He is a communications, retail, media, and technology executive with over 20 years of experience. Richard, welcome. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me, Lance. So, Richard, I did want to get your insights, but I think we need to take a second and just discuss um, Voice Nation. And I, and and as a sample, we're going to actually put a Voice Nation uh, chat box on this page so that people can actually see it because every website should really have a live interaction because otherwise you're going to miss so many people. You miss leads and opportunities, but you also miss uh, if somebody's upset or confused. Uh, otherwise, you're just you're not going to pick up stuff. So we definitely want to talk about the live chat and how you guys do it, but also the virtual reception slash call center because so many people, you get these leads and you need to have a unified way to speak with them. And you guys, it's so um, well thought through. I mean, you really have everything there to like, it's like you really are one of their staff members and you keep it staffed. The biggest problem people have is staffing. You guys have it covered. So can you talk about um, Voice Nation and what you guys do? Sure. Uh, thanks, Lance. I'm actually really glad you said that and that came through because that's, we think that's where really one of the different changes that we have is we talk to the businesses and the clients that we serve, being able to go wherever their customers are, whether it is on the phone or especially digital, as you mentioned in the live chat, it's trying to allow our clients to focus on their business and then we can man to make sure those phones are always being answered and they're not missing opportunities and leads uh, as well as opportunities to support their own customers. So uh, we've been in the marketplace in North America for quite a while now. We really started with that virtual receptionist. So answering calls, whether it's to supplement in-house labor or if that's something that they don't want to have done by their own business. But increasingly, we really love what live chat does because almost every customer prior to engaging with the brand goes online and searches. And they go out there, whether it's top of the funnel for marketing or they're going to the convert on the website, having that real human interaction and actually leading them through, um, we've seen that there's great results and able to capture so many more leads than they would be able to do otherwise. Um, we think having that real live interaction is a differentiator for businesses in the marketplace because see, you see so many stale websites out there today uh, that they lose that engagement. So it's something we've uh, seen really successful for our customers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And then picking up that phone, I mean, you guys have such a detailed process of telling people exactly what to say and how to classify a call. Like if, if this is like, we'll just say it's a, we have a franchise and it is a home services franchise. You guys know where the lead came from. Things are tracked. You know who to put on the job and to get that thing rolling so that they're actually like have a tech out there working and uh, making money and to to take this burden off of people and have this set up. When I saw how intricate it was, I was I, I can't see how people wouldn't do this flawlessly. Like you have all the stuff worked out behind the scenes. So sure. No, that's we 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 like to call it your business's second home. Uh, I think that's one of those, and everyone has gone through one of those experiences where you get on the phone or you're and you know that that's not somebody who's close to the business. So what we do is we put a lot of time, money, and effort both in our people and the technology behind, so that it really feels like part of your business. So we do a sector-based approach. So whether it's, uh, especially in the franchise space, if you're in the fast food space, or if you're in home services, you, we know the language that your people would use. And we know the problems and typical calls that are driven off of that. So we focus extensively on making sure that our people 
and our technology behind the scenes that we know exactly we can have a very scripted conversation. So if you want exactly for us to get to the point on why they're coming in and we can capture the exact information that they'd like to have, or for more fluid personal conversation, and we can tweak our positioning based on the tools that we have and the people that we have available to make sure that we're doing, whether it's 24 seven, it's bilingual capabilities. We know that that's something that most businesses either can't afford or don't wanna focus on. So we're making sure that we can do that and have it look like a part of your business. So anytime they call in, it really does look like your business's second home. Yep, and from working with potential franchisees looking to buy into a system, the ones that have the, the call centers or call center capabilities were always the most attractive to the people I spoke with. It just seemed like something was put together and organized and, uh, and that created, uh, I guess, trust and confidence and it just took that stress off of how do I call the leads, how do I handle it, how do I make sure I can staff it. Um, and, and so I saw that as the call center is huge and wanted everybody to have an opportunity at an affordable rate to just have those services that you can scale up. I mean, if it's just corporate and as you scale up to however many locations you need, it's all done for you. And, uh, and then the live chat was something that was just missed because you have the lead side, but you also have the questions and then you have the, uh, the customer support where you're handling people who were, um, not happy, you know, and, and you guys could probably, you guys could do this with people who are even looking at buying into a system to handle the initial um, conversations and schedule them in with a franchise sales rep too, correct? Absolutely. I think that's, I, I, it always comes back to me to, to peace of mind. It's like, as you're looking in how you want to expand your franchises and the different capabilities, it's one less thing to worry about. And it's something that it really can become the central part of what you do. It's one of the, it's, I always call it, it's the front door of your business. When somebody calls in or when someone goes to your website, how do you make sure you give them the right experience? So to have someone that's an expert on that and brings scale that you might not necessarily have on your own, um, it buys into that scale that you can get from having a much larger company who quite often cannot afford 24 seven coverage or people that are constantly on the phones. It lets you focus on your core business. Um, so that's a way to, uh, I mean, whether it's making sure your customers, existing customers get the right experience, but really where we're seeing a ton, ton of traction is to make sure we're capturing those leads. So someone knows what information can be asked, how do we pull that into the business so they can focus on executing on it. Um, so we're really pleased about the conversion rate that we see on that and the uplift it gives to businesses. Right. And, and you know, from working with uh, a lot of leads myself, having to call people so you get this contact information, the hardest part for me was constantly following up and calling people and having the ability to have somebody that can handle that for you and handle that inbound uh, was great. Do you guys uh, have anything where you'll do outbound or no? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do inbound and we also do outbound. Um, we do outbound back to customers, but also we can handle dispatch as well. So uh, if you have your own fleet or if your business has people on the go, um, then we can make sure that they're connected. So again, that's something that's not too common because we know that we might interface via text on their phone or different mediums uh, to make sure that we make that real-time connection because we found is the timeliness of delivery of those messages incredibly important. Um, so we really, we try to focus on both the outbound customer as well as internal capabilities to make sure business is making sure all the connections both internally and with their customers are happening. So say if I if I'm a 
uh, company or, or even like a franchise broker. And I have like 20, 30 people a day that are coming in as a lead and I'm busy working with the people I have. Uh, someone could hire you guys to maybe handle that initial contact to just see if they'll book into a schedule. Absolutely. So we can do, so if you look at consistency is very important on that, knowing that you're getting the right information captured consistently. Um, but also what we found is we have a lot of technology integrations that we can use that differentiate as well. So if you have an existing CRM system, we can work with you to make sure we're capturing that information and even integrating with your CRM. Um, some, for example, love us to go ahead and uh, calendar uh, their invites for them. So we can work with your uh, Calendly or other similar platforms where we can help schedule times with them as well. So we found that that, and that takes one level closer to the business that most people don't have, but it allows, again, that makes sure that information is flowing seamlessly. So it's one less thing to worry about during the day. Right. And what would you say is the uh, timeline of if somebody was going to onboard with you and start using your services? I know it's going to vary, but could you give us an idea of what that onboarding, the, the basic core steps of that onboarding would be and the rough timeline variabilities? Sure. Uh, so it, it depends on the relationship and the integrations that we do, but we can be up and running as quickly as 48, 72 hours. All it takes is having your calls diverted and we can write, write that script with you um, to make sure. So a, a light introduction or even a, a test trial, uh, we can stand up incredibly quickly. Uh, we have the people ready, the staffing is in place. Uh, we have sector expertise. So for franchises, for in-home services, um, we already serve different customers that's similar. So we can come in with best practices so you know when we can come and start coaching uh, what is the most efficient way to get that information so we're not starting from scratch. So that's one of the benefits of working with a scaled partner because we know what has worked and then we'll personalize that based on how you want to run your business. So we can do it both quickly and uh, incredibly personalized using the people and the technology that we have on the back end. Right. Well, that that seems pretty simple. And I know that uh, we'll have a button here uh, on the side where people can um, reach out to your company and and have an initial experience of work talking with your company either over the phone uh, or through the chat here um, and see what it would be like for them and how it would service them on you know you have the corporate side you have the incoming potential franchisee side and then you have for all your franchise units where they're going to handle their leads and their you know initial customer support and uh, can all be put into a, a CRM. Um, I was going to ask you. Just as a, a side question, because, you know, we talked about kind of sharing some of your insights from your experience in the industry. And um, I want to ask you, what do you think are some of the, the key factors for driving growth in a company? It's a, it's a really good question. You start to like, I think it's really probably the, 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 the people who are closest to their customers and know what those customer needs are. Uh, are the quickest to react to it. And I think that's the biggest piece. When people get a little bit separated from that, you start to see that you lose that trust that you need to help to establish relationships and really grow and take off off of that. Um, that, I think it's focus and priorities. Everyone has so much to do. So when you focus and say, well, this is what the core piece of my business is and how I interact and do get closer to those customers, focusing on that, um, something, I mean, really transparently, I've struggled with in the past and I, you know, comes up from time to time of how do you know what you do best versus how, where can I tap into other, whether it's your own team members, other partners, uh, there's a rich ecosystem, especially in the franchise space of people that can help bring you along 
and give you some of the scale and the capabilities that you might not have had otherwise. So I think that's proximity to customer, as well as knowing what is most important that you deliver right, and then understanding where do you kind of round yourself out with other people that can help you do things right. Um, I've always been key lessons that I strive to do my best. I kind of say, do it every day though. Well, I know you have experience in turning groups of people into highly effective teams. And honestly, that can be pretty hard to do. Um, what insights do you have on for people on helping to take a group of people and making it a cohesive, well-running team? Sure. It's um, I kind of make the joke sometimes like this is this world is awfully easy without people in it sometimes. It's just I think it's easy to overlook the human factor, whether you're talking about with your customers, your partners or your, your own teams, um, spending that time and, and making sure people get together and there's active communication. Um, I think, again, one of the most common mistakes that's had is assuming. Um, so I think it's easy to get buckled down on what's the next problem and how you jump into that, but making sure everybody's coming along at the same pace. Um, so I think one thing that we're always trying to do is making sure all roles are, are clear uh, as well as in what the vision is and the role that they play in it. Um, so I think it's easier to go like this is what the day to day operation is. What I found is whether it's for us, for example, a receptionist or a call center agent or it's someone sitting in account management or in sales, understanding what everyone else is doing and understanding what the incentives are and what the core value proposition to the customers is. Uh, is incredibly important. So if you start people looking too much on the day-to-day, you lose focus on where you want to go to. Um, so bringing in, investing that time to bring everybody together or channels, whatever the communication channel is, um, it pays huge dividends just to slow down every once in a while uh, and make sure everybody's on the same page. Uh, easier said than done, probably. Right, right. Well, and it seems like to stay relevant, you have to focus constantly on if you need to adopt or add new business models to what you do, new technologies to what you do, um, what advice do you have for people to, on how to think through and figure out which of these technologies or new business models might make sense? Because you don't want to get distracted and go in the wrong direction, but if you don't continue to change and you're still trying to sell eight tracks well, <laughs> nowadays. Uh, it's, hello, uh, my Betamax player. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, you're going to be left behind. So. Uh, the, I, I think the status quo is uh, is an invisible uh, sign that you're you're going away. You have to stay on the the leading edge. So, how do people decipher these different things? Decide what's right for them. Sure, um, I think it's important. Like I said a little bit earlier, that it's important to have focus and know knowing who your customer is and what's their problems. I think everyone is very. It gets very easy to focus on your own needs or what you can do or how you need to improve. If you're constantly looking at what is the problem that you're solving for your customers and then thinking, what other problems do they have? Um, to be honest, that's one of the reasons we got so much into live chat, as we've talked about. Of We're trying to make sure, initially we said virtual receptionist, that when someone calls in, how do we make sure that's connected to the right person at the business? But then what we found was increasingly people love chat and synchronous and asynchronous messaging or kind of look at uh, live chat, obviously, as we're doing on the site. We need to make sure that wherever a customer is, how do we be there and help be that intermediary? Because we got ourselves in trouble initially when we said, well, let's just focus on phone calls. But we start to realize that we really start helping a business when we become that front door to their business of no matter how someone enters or who enters, 
So just don't just think about customers, for example. Let's think about partners, as they call in, um, or, or vendors. It can be a nature of different people that need to come into contact and then making sure we're in the channels that that customer resonates with. I think another example of that is when you have uh, fleets on the road, for example, that, that's an incredibly important to make sure that that technician's on the road. We can't, they're not on their phone all of the time or email is not a reasonable way. So how do we make sure we adapt to what their needs are rather than the technology we have today? And what we found is that's changed. We've introduced new products. We've tweaked our business model. Um, just when you really think about what the customer needs are and how you can solve those, it starts to feed into adjacencies that you might not have been into prior. Right. And last question is, is that, uh, do you have any metrics or numbers on what happens when people go from a static website to having live chat or having a, uh, you know, professional, uh, virtual call center team? Sure. It's, um, it's funny because I think people very quickly think about from a customer support lens, which is incredibly important. Uh, the biggest thing is just making sure you have that avenue. And especially in the digital space, there's so many metrics you can look at um, and get and understand. Uh, I really, the first thing I can keep coming back to is when you start looking at uh, your sales funnel and you look at that conversion and start to understand where that breakage is, you can start to see really where that starts to flow and you can see what interactions are going through which channels. So we look at conversion rate by channel. Um, there's lots of different, I'm trying to think of a very good key metric that we use specifically, but I think when I kind of, when I blur my eyes, the most important thing is when on the, especially on the digital side with live chat, most immediately to your question of what's the traffic getting to your site, understanding which pages they're hitting. So as we were talking about before, of it might not make sense to only have live chat on your main page. Understand where the breakage is occurring and where you're, where you're not converting. Maybe that's at your marketing on your front page and making sure you're hitting up on the splash page. But if you find further down in that buy flow, if you're an e-commerce engine, to be able to say, well, it's that really that third step is where we're starting to break people. How do you engage that at that point? And you can see where people are starting to fall out of your sales funnel and how do you engage with them? So the kind of the when and how uh, has been a critical factor for us. And you can change that really easily uh, with digital metrics that are out and available. Right. Or maybe if your scheduling program has an error page, put it right there. So they're having a challenge making a purchasing decision and someone's right there to help them. So, And where does a customer not have all the information they need? I think that's a great piece. I mean, you bring up from a timing that they might say, well, I don't know my calendar. I don't know when I can get to that. If you can come in at that point and help reduce that friction for them and say, don't worry about, we'll follow up with you and we can do an outbound call instead of you having to schedule it right then. Creating these options uh, to make sure that they don't have to break away when they're engaged, because that's when you really see a, a loss of opportunity. Well, Richard, I appreciate you joining me today uh, on this call. And, and I, I would tell everybody, uh, go ahead and uh, you can click on the link here, check out Voice Nation, um, or you can use the chat function here. Uh, the more I dig into this company, uh, the more excited I am actually you know, using it myself. Um, I appreciate it. And I want to thank you for your time. No, thank you, Lance. And we really appreciate you, what you've done. And uh, you really bring to life what we're trying to, what we're trying to accomplish. So thanks for your time and uh, let us know. I'm glad to engage anytime.